Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk, and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple, asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, that is from the English Standard Version. We've been reading this every day this week. What a powerful picture in parallel to salvation. We've talked about him accessing the grace and power of God by a faith-filled response. We've talked about the goal being to walk, and we've pointed out if the goal is to walk, then what I need to do, having been saved by God, is to walk like a healed Christian. Not only that, we've been observing how this man in in this miracle uh, sets up a sermon that uh, followed right on the heels of it. Here he is, the the walking case study of one raised up, and uh, Peter can point to him and remind everyone that they have seen, and they are witnesses, the apostles, I mean, are witnesses of a resurrected Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the promise and the hope of those who will believe on Jesus Christ is that spiritually they might be raised up and renewed new life because of this gospel of Jesus. I, I love the way you said that. It, it, it's prompted something in my mind, even though we're trying to kind of rush through to today's topic. The apostles were witnesses of the raised up Jesus, but now these crowds are the witnesses of Jesus having raised up this man. I like that parallel. I just wanted to yeah. say that out loud. It's, it's, a, it's a powerful parallel. I want us to take a step further. And I... All right, I I admit it. I know I'm moving a little bit beyond just these 10 verses because I think about this fella and what happened next. I mean, we know what's going to happen to the apostles next. Yeah, they're going to preach another sermon and then they're going to get arrested. And so the the story of this this healed man, it diverges from the apostles. It doesn't look like they actually arrest this guy for being healed. (laughs) But I wonder, I wonder what happened to this guy next. So I think about... All right, he went walking and leaping and praising God. And I can picture him in my mind all that day going around finding everybody he knows. Look at this. Look at this. I'm walking. It's by the power of God. Well, and he heard a good sermon first, right? So he he goes into the temple and he's standing there while, while Peter's preaching all this and pointing at this fellow. Yeah. But then at some point, I think at some point, he... They go home. He had to get home. They all have to go home. He got home. He went to bed and he woke up the next day. And, and I don't know how long it took him to remember, oh, yeah, I can walk. And he gets up from his mat or out of his bed, and then it hits him. Oh, oh, I, I've got to go to work. N- normally, I wait around is for it, my... Is it I got to or I get to? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know? Well, and you know what? That's, that's the key. At yeah. that moment, how does he look at it? Does he continue to look at it as I get to, or is it that, 
oh no, I have to get a job. It is a complete life change. What is going to be completely unacceptable is for him to go back and lay down on the side of the road like he had been carried all his life. Everything's new. Everything's new. And wouldn't it have been silly if that had been the choice he made? If his friend showed up and he said, yeah, guys, go ahead and carry me, set me down. Wouldn't that be silly for him to act like that? Silly, bizarre, heartbreaking. Would his friends even have let him do that? I doubt it. But let's just imagine for a moment. Let's just imagine for a moment that that's what he did. That from that moment on, he decided, you know what? This working thing, this responsibility thing, this walking thing. I mean, it was really cool in the moment. I liked it in the moment. But now that I'm thinking about what it means about my changed life and I'm thinking about the responsibilities, I think I liked it better when I was laying on the ground begging. So I'm, I'm not going to walk anymore. I'm going to lay down and I'm going to have them carry me and I'm going to have them go ahead and take me back to the beautiful gate and I'm never walking again. There's a word that, that we use today that happens when that's the way we treat the muscles that we have. Mm. And it's the word atrophy atrophy because that's exactly what would happen if he decided not to use the healing that god had given him eventually he would atrophy those muscles would atrophy and he would no longer have access to that power of god that grace that allowed him to walk well can i back up from that what a shameful waste of a miracle is there any such thing as a wasted miracle you know but it would be it would be if this fellow wanted to go back and, and lay down and, and, and start begging again, as he had done all of his previous life, he had done that out of necessity, right? If he goes back today under his own power and with this healing and, and goes back to those ways, that's, that's not necessity at all. I mean, that, that is an awful, awful choice. Peter was not talking about this healed man, I don't believe, but Peter wrote a letter years later. And in 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 20, he really describes the picture of somebody who would act like that. If this man, and I, I do not believe this man acted that way. I think this, I, in my mind as I picture it, this man walked and leapt and praised God and he did it the next day and he did it the next day and he did it for as long as he lived. That's what I picture in my mind. Well, I so do I'm, too. And, and I think part of it is how many thousands of people were witnesses to this yeah you know yeah he wouldn't get away with that no he's not no he's not so so this is a thought experiment this is just a thought experiment of if what if he had done that peter describes what it would be like if he had done that in this letter that he wrote later in second peter chapter 2 and verse 20 for if after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ they are again entangled in them and overcome the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them. The dog returns to its own vomit and the sow after washing herself returns to wallow in the mire. What a disgusting picture. Well, it absolutely is a disgusting picture. And I, and I understand why it uh, why you come to mind, uh, you know, why that passage comes to mind. Not only the Peter connection, but just as we have been drawing the parallel all week to this physical healing by faith in the name of Jesus, and how it pictures for us spiritual salvation and deliverance. Right, that we continue this on and say, while well, this fellow would have so many people to to call him to account if he was to waste that blessing. Sadly, 
for those who call themselves Christians, for those who are believers and have enjoyed every spiritual blessing in Christ, uh, w- some will. And talk, some will waste that. Yes, talk about a wasted miracle. Yeah. Talk about a wasted miracle. The death of Jesus Christ has washed our sins away. And we turned to Jesus because we knew how awful sinning was. We, we were just mourning, mourning over our sin, and we wanted something else. And Jesus says, here it is. I'm taking your sins away. I'm giving you power. I'm strengthening you. I'm saving you to walk like a healed Christian. Now go walk like one. And afterwards we decide, eh, I don't think I like the responsibility of this. And so we decide to just go back and lay down in the dust. What a wasted miracle. And I, I loved I loved how you took what I said a few moments ago when I talked about, oh, I got to go to work. And you said, well, was it got to or is it get to? And that that really does describe the different mindset that we can have towards walking with Jesus because I, I fear that, that some of us, I, look, I'll admit it, there have been days when I woke up and thought about serving the Lord and it was a, well, here's another day I've got to serve the Lord. But there are days where it's, here's another day I get to serve the Lord and it's and it's by his strength that I can. We walk by faith and not by sight. You know, the, what I what I consider looking at this is, Walking by sight can be a little bit simpler. You know, that, that here's this guy who is able now to physically walk. And there's just nothing but upside to that for his life. And But with the walking by faith, when we don't see it, um, sometimes sometimes we, we lose the, the conviction that everything about serving the Lord Jesus is is the upside. It's the spiritual upside. It's the right way to go. Now, why why are we caused to doubt that sometimes? Well, because there's also a, an active force in the devil trying to tempt us into thinking that, no, it, there's too much downside in following the Lord. No, you you want to be over here doing these things you used to do in sin, or, or there's something new and shiny to put out in from you that, that you're going to stop walking for the Lord now, walking by faith now, so that you can go have this, what you see right here, and, and and we lose sight of the fact, oh, this is wasted miracles. God's done a great thing in Jesus for me, and I'm, I'm going to cast that off? Heaven forbid. It's the devil in my ear that turns it into got to. You've got to. Oh, I've got to read my Bible today. Oh, I've got to pray today. That's the devil in my ear. No, I get to. Oh, I you've, get got, to. you've got to put away adultery and lust and thieving and lying. No, no, I get to. I know where all of that led. It didn't lead to anything good. I didn't like where it led. I get to put all that to death by the power of Jesus Christ. So just as this fellow needed to walk and use those legs lest they atrophy, there is a muscle of conviction, a muscle of faith that needs to be developed spiritually in us and and daily. We need to walk daily. And we get to do that. We get to do that. That's what this healing allows us to do. God and Father in heaven, thank you very much for the salvation we have in Jesus Christ. We spent too much time walking in the world. We spent too much time laying in the dust, begging, begging for just an eked out life. And we realized how awful it was. And so we turned to you. We turned to your son and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for healing us, for saving us. And today, today we are tempted. Today we are tempted to act as though this is a small thing, to act as though the the ability and power and strength that what you've given us is a small thing and, and the devil tempts us to turn away from it and go back to that old lifestyle. Father, we, we don't want to do that. 
that would be as a dog returning to its vomit, as a as a pig returning to wallow in the mire after being washed. Thank you for washing us. Thank you for cleansing us. Today, strengthen us, focus us to walk like healed Christians. We love you so much, Father. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Well.